What's up, Deep and Widers? Welcome back. We are happy to bring you our April episode as we're all stuck inside our homes, hopefully being safe. How's it going, Bueno? It's going good, man. It's been boring. (laughs) (laughs) Stuck inside. But no, it's been good. I mean, you know, it, it's it's the good thing to do, the healthy, safe thing to do. Quarantine yourself, wash your hands. All that jazz. All that jazz. But uh, it's definitely been a little boring. But, a little bit. Yeah, a little you, bit. Have you been doing, I don't know, have you been doing anything new because of being stuck inside? Have you picked up any new things? No, up no, no not really. That, and I know that sounds... Lame. <laughs> nah, hey, but, uh, I mean, I no, uh, we've been watching a lot of shows, you know, you know, so your regular yeah, average day, you know, TV, right? <laughs> Much TV. Uh, uh, yeah, I've been uh, even like with work and everything, trying to figure out online stuff. So that's been uh, that's been a little different, you know, we're a little yeah. more social media heavy right now. Like that's how we're interacting with people, yeah, um, and video chats and stuff, but uh. My routine's changed a little bit, you know. We, I wake up a little bit later, spend time at home, you know, and, yeah. and I work from home sometimes, and I, uh, you know, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's, it's more laid back, it's more relaxed, you know. Why can't every day be quarantine break? I know it's a little bit, it's kind of nice. I, I, I definitely am a person who likes to go go all the time, and you know, keep my day pretty active. So it's a little hot, tough for me, but it's been nice, you know. I haven't slept in in years, so it's been you know nice kind of being able to do that. Yeah, I realized my thing is I have like probably a dozen or two dozen books that I've bought over the past like five to ten years. And I'm like, I'm going to read some of these books. So I'm going to do a chapter a day. That's my thing. Nice. Yeah, we'll see how Right now I'm reading The Last Arrow by Erwin McManus. And he is a pastor out in Los Angeles. Uh, he's got a pretty cool story. Yeah, um, like I said, I went to all these when I was in ministry. I went to all these conferences and picked up books, and you know, never never really read them. Uh, only read a couple of them. Uh, so anyway, I'm gonna try to read, um, practice my French as I've been doing every day, that sort of thing. Try to nice. try to keep try to try to keep uh, sharp. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Keep, keep yeah. it tight. Keep it a tight. Keep it tight. That's the one thing that has fallen by the wayside is I don't get to go to the gym, and that's kind of been bothering me. Is that's how I get my energy out. Sure, so, sure. Yeah, I, I actually am to the point where I'm like, man, I wish I was going to the gym because I feel that bored and I feel. And I Sarah, know. like Sarah, works out from home, and she's like, yeah, you can do it with me. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. not the same. And I was supposed to start swimming um, pretty soon. I'm technically I was supposed to start at the beginning of the year, but it just hasn't happened. No. Um, <clears throat> but I was supposed to start like actually swimming and doing laps and stuff. Oh, and the whole town closed down, so I can't do yeah. that. Terrible timing. Well, yeah. cool. So, Bueno, tell us a little bit about uh, today's guest. Yeah, so we have on today Katie Broyles. Uh, Katie is a fellow uh, Mac U and Knight. Mac U and Sure. Mac U Yeah, something like that. Uh, I met Katie actually when I was in high school. I met her when she was on the recruitment teams for oh, okay. Mac U at the time. RBC Ronk Bible College. And so I met her as she was a camp counselor at the camp that I grew up going to. And then when I became a freshman at MACU, I met her and uh, met her boyfriend, uh, Dave, and uh, who is now her husband. And, you know, I'll always cherish that. They were like the first couple that I got a wedding invitation from. Oh, fun. So I got to make sure I say that to her. But like, 
but you know, like that was the, I was like, Oh, I'm an adult. I've got adult yeah. friends getting there. Oh, getting the weddings. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, a big thing oh, in college, yeah. man. Going all the first oh, weddings. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we have her on. She's going to be talking about kind of who she is and, and where she's from and uh, her relationship with her husband, as well as their ministry or they, they were a part of maritime ministries, which was a sailing ministry. And uh, they were a part of that for a couple of years and now uh, Katie is actually working in, in mental health as a, as a counselor. And so, um, you know, we're going we're gonna to talk about mental health a little bit today, you know, talk about how to maybe keep sane during these crazy times or, uh, yeah. you know, you know, why do we go through certain things that we go through, whether it's through depression or hardships and so, and how we can come out stronger the other end. And so, yeah, that's great. I mean, really apropos uh, topic for, for many of us stuck inside kind of struggling with how to face next month or two and, uh, you know, kind of being isolated. So it's a really, really good, hopefully a really good conversation we're going to have today. Um, well, cool. Without any further ado, let's uh, bring on Katie Burrells. Hi, Katie. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Doing good. Good to have you on the show. Yeah. Thank you. Definitely. Thanks for having me. I feel nervous. No, no don't be. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how everyone feels when they meet Brandon. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, Katie, before we get started, I I just want to let you know that Sarah told me to make it a point to say, tell Katie I said hi. So. Oh, hey, Sarah. There you go. That's for you, Sarah. <laughs> You're welcome. And you can tell Sam I said hey to her, too. Oh yeah, I sure will. I sure will. How is uh, how's your day going today, Katie? Any any crazy stuff happened? Did you witness any ridiculousness or? Mm. Today, nothing crazy happened. Just took care That's of good. an infant like every day. She did do <laughs> like she didn't act pretty good today. So that was good. That's good. That's always That's a win. Always... Yeah. Yeah. I think we all can relate to infants napping and how that's the best thing in the world so i did not realize that so much about like infants it just revolves around sleep oh my god yes (laughs) who knew it's (laughs) it's bad it's bad and and it keeps going for a long time my two-year-old did not take a nap today and she was still bouncing on her bed at 8 30 so (laughs) cool some some days are better than others on that yeah that's true (laughs) Yeah, we tried really hard to work in like uh, just a, a basic sleep schedule for Rosie as she was going through. And a lot of times people were just like, oh, just like, you know, let her stay up a little longer or let her skip the nap, you know, like she'll be OK. And it's like, no, she won't. <laughs> and you're not the one that has to handle her. Nope. <laughs> so she's going to bed. And, yeah. And you're not the one that knows her. So. Right. Definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> so we have on Katie Burrells here today, and Katie is going to come and talk about the secrets of life. She's going to give us the meaning of what life is and all those things. Wow. Um, but first <laughs> off, Katie, uh, <laughs> Katie, where are you originally from? I am originally from a small town called Jamesville, North Carolina. Now, uh, so it's just I don't know that one. <laughs> just, is that yeah. like here? Is it Jamesville or Jamesville? So you call it Jamesville, but it's Jamesville. Jamesville. Yeah. So Sarah is from Richlands and a lot of people would tell me, you know, other people would be like, oh, it's Richlands. And Mm -hmm. when I would go, Sarah and her family would say, no, 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 we say Richlands. Yeah. Oh, whatever you want. 
<laughs> oh yeah, my maiden name is Cooper, and uh, there were the Coopers in Jamesville, and there were the Coopers, and we were the Coopers. The Coopers. Coopers. Yeah. <laughs> right. But now I say Cooper because it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Katie, you have two sisters. Is that right? Nope. Older sister is like 39 and a younger sister who is 30. Okay. And so you all grew up in Jamesville. What mm-hmm. what kind of things did you guys do together as sisters? <laughs> uh, fight. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Uh, so, my older you? sister was just like old enough to not want to hang out with us. Because she was out of high school when I was in sixth grade. Mm. So not a whole lot of bonding time. Um, so me and my younger sister did most of the hanging out. And we just watched TV a lot, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not yeah. a whole lot to, to <laughs> talk about. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Very cool. So what, how would you describe yourself as a child growing up, you know, how, how, what, what was young Katie like? What were the things that she liked to do or didn't like to do? If she were to fight, did she always win the fight? Or <laughs> mm, It depends on how, what age I was at. Like, when I was really little, I was really, like, quiet and to myself, you know, basic mm. middle child. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was the kid, like, over in the corner playing with leaves and sticks. Nobody was listening to me. um but as i got older and got better at fighting then yeah i would make sure that i would win but yeah but other than fighting like i don't know growing up i was all over the map like i started out pretty quiet and to myself and then um my mom would always be like show more emotion (laughs) (laughs) because we they tried to take us on a week vacation every summer. Okay. And uh, my mom would be like, oh, we're going to the beach next week. And my younger sister would be just bouncing off the walls. And I would be excited, but I'd be like, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, okay, so, nice. so you're not excited? or <laughs> And so I learned to, like, emote better yeah. as I got older. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I... When when my my first memory of meeting you was actually when I was in high school, um, because we met and I believe you were doing summer teams for Roanoke Bible College now Mac U. Yep. And we I met. Actually met you not in college. Like we didn't. We weren't in college together. We broke right at the same. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I ended up going. Uh, and I, I think it was my freshman year, and I met you. And like, I officially met you. You know, I knew you, but like, I was like, oh yeah. And uh, then I met Dave, and I was telling Brandon that like you, you when you and Dave got engaged, that was like the moment I felt like an adult. It was because you guys were the first wedding invitation I ever got. That was like, for me, and I was like, oh, yeah, I did not know that. I've got adult <laughs> friends and I'm doing adult things like going to weddings and all that stuff. So that's uh, amazing. Yeah. Well, you're I, welcome. That, yes. Thank <laughs> you so very much. <laughs> um, how did you, how did you end up going to Mac? You, what was, how did you end up there? So 
uh, I'll try to make this long story shorter. Um, so graduated high school. I <clears throat> had a boyfriend that my parents didn't want me to have. And nice. so, <laughs> yeah. And so I did that really smart thing where you follow them to college. Um, always, but, always a good idea. But he <laughs> just went to a community college. So I still lived at home. Um, so I went to that community college and dropped out after a semester. And then I moved to Wilmington, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And um, stayed there for a couple of years. And I was in college the whole time. I went to uh, Cape Fear Community and also dropped out of there. Like one of the momentous occasions in my mind that I knew that I was about to be like okay so I was actually going to go for nursing and I was in my uh what is it even called I don't know some nursing class and uh it was exam day and I showed up with nothing and I got in there looked to the person on my right and I was like what's going on today and she was like it's our exam and I was like okay well good luck and got up and left (laughs) (laughs) and so dropped out of there and um, then my younger sister actually was graduating from high school in 2008 and she was going to go to RBC or MACU and um, then my older sister was like oh that's a good idea so she went (laughs) and then I was like hey guys I'm going to go too. <laughs> and uh, so that's how I finally got to Mackey. After nice. a couple a big of old family, family fair, I'll go, I'll go at the same time. Huh? Yeah. And that's when we, we actually became friends. We actually like each other now. Oh, that's yeah. cool. They're kind of a yeah. good, good time to unite. Yeah. Cool. Did you, did, you, uh, did you enjoy your experience at the school? I did. Yeah. Yep. I felt well. And like I was culturally a Christian growing up um but i never like understood what that meant for me specifically um until i got there and so before prior to macu i was just making really bad decisions and partying a whole lot and which has helped with me dropping out of two different schools but um so macu was definitely a and the people there were definitely yeah. a big part of my like faith journey or whatever right on yeah cool well Matt you kind of leads into our next kind of question I guess by the time by the time I met you and I, I assume probably for Bueno too although I, you said I don't know uh, by the time anyway by the time I met you anyway you and Dave were already together can you tell us a little bit about meeting Dave and and what kind of drew you to him um, kind of that story of how you guys met okay uh, so we were um, excuse me. We both came in at the same time, even though he is my younger sister's age. So he also graduated from high school in 2008. Hmm. I'm three years older than he is. Um, and so we met on orientation day and he, I mean, like I noticed him cause he was really cute, but like <laughs> he's sitting over <laughs> there and he's laughing. <laughs> I noticed him because he was really cute but also yeah. like I don't know I had just gotten into being serious about Jesus and um, I had already been through lots of failed and stupid relationships and so I was kind of like taking an actual break and also he had a girlfriend at the time um, oh. and so, so you beat yeah. her up stole him away 
<laughs> no, definitely did not beat her up. She probably could have won. Um, but uh, I did have to like wait for him to. Uh-huh. But he was kind of like a little brother at the time, which is kind of weird to say now that he's my husband. But you know, yeah. it's whatever. Yeah. Um, he also had <laughs> luscious locks. Oh, he did. Oh, That's right. He had the curly hair. Yeah. Juicy. Um, so yeah he was definitely cute and like caught my eye but um we were definitely friends first and so um he and his girlfriend by the time they broke up they had been together for four years oh wow yeah so it wasn't like a on again off again kind of short thing it was like a big deal um and she actually ended up coming to Mackey for a year i think so Anyway, yeah. um, they broke up and I, we were already friends. And so that's is when like Facebook chat was a big thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we did a lot of talking over that. And um, I kind of figured, or no, I started liking him. But a lot of girls started liking him right after they broke up. Yeah. And so... It was weird because a bunch of my close friends were like, ooh, did you know David's single? <laughs> As a matter of fact, it is. And, uh, <laughs> uh, there's only a lot of stories on Mac, you have, like, that happens that way. <laughs> um, and so, anyway, I kind of, like, you know, started crushing on him or whatever and um, kind of had this idea that he liked me, too. And so we went on a walk and I was like, hey. I don't know if you feel the same way, but it's about to be summertime and I don't want you to forget about me. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I was like, I know you just broke up with your longtime girlfriend like two months ago. So no pressure, but I just (laughs) want to let you know that, that I'm into this. And uh, he was like, Oh, I'm into it too. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so then that summer was actually the summer that I was doing summer teams for Matthew. Um, And he asked, he was working slash went to Africa for three weeks. And so we were very long distance for a while. And uh, I was very cute and wrote him handwritten letters. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way to do it. And uh, tried to put flowers in there, but they dried and just like blew up in his face when he opened (laughs) it. (laughs) Just like oregano. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then... We reunited in August, and he asked me to be his girlfriend. And then that December, he proposed to me. And then that May, we were married. Oh, wow. And how long have you guys been married for? This May will be nine years. Wow. And you guys have a little baby. Yep. One little, little daughter. One little daughter. Yep. And uh, what's her name? And how, how old is she? Her name is Hattie with an H. And she is, next week she'll be six months old. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a good age. I, I always say that, but they're all good ages. I, don't know. <laughs> I think they're just all different is what I'm yeah. gathering. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it gets more and yeah. more fun. Mm. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I... Uh, I don't know. I, I assume you know, but maybe you don't know. But you, you and Dave had were always like the quintessential, really cool couple that I think a lot of people really wanted to be like. Oh, um, I did yeah. not know that. <laughs> I that. 
Yeah, <laughs> at least like in in maybe like the my freshman circle. Well, I don't know about your circle, Brandon, but yeah, a lot of people knew who like who knew who Dave and Katie were. Like yeah. it was like a band. Like you said, yeah, Dave and Katie. Everyone you yeah. didn't say had the name. We knew who <laughs> Dave and Katie were. You know, yeah. and uh, you know That's they amazing. were. You know, yeah. absolutely for for my for my crew too, because by the time by the time I came around, you know, I think they'd been pretty established. They were, you know, kind of on campus. They were both very chill folks, you know, so they was pretty easy going. And I think so. I think so. Hashtag goals. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but, you got this. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, I guess after you, Dave, uh, were married for a while. Actually, I don't know how many years it was, but you guys joined Maritime Ministries, right? Mm-hmm. I and, go ahead. Sorry. No, you got you're right. How? I, I do. I feel like I'm gonna break your hearts a little bit, Uh-oh. but I don't know if you guys know this, but I, we're not with them anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think. Okay. We I actually, so you knew that, but I actually didn't know that. But when you were saying, it, I was like, oh, okay, because I didn't say anything, but okay. I actually did. But <laughs> okay. I kind of assumed based on what Buena said. <laughs> they're they're okay. all friends, Brandon. I know things. Okay, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> no. We're real life friends. We're real. <laughs> <laughs> uh no <laughs> i know uh yeah I, I remember i remember like uh it's been a while and you guys haven't been with them for a while but there was there was a time that you guys were with them did you like sail beforehand was sailing like a big thing for you guys before getting into all that or did that kind of lead into that interest um okay so we were married in 2011 and then we joined maritime in 2013 and there wasn't a ton of sailing between 2011 and 2013, but um, bef- right before we got married, uh, Dave had done a lot of small boat sailing. And Mac, you actually had used to have like a little sunfish, uh, which is basically like a sailboard. It just has like a dip okay. in the middle so you can put your legs down. Um, and you guys know Dave. He's pretty adventurous. And, yeah. Uh, I didn't know what I was getting myself into, but he was like, it would be really cool if we took this uh, sunfish all the way to Kitty Hawk from Elizabeth City. And I was like, that would be, that would be cool. (laughs) Um, But it doesn't have an engine. And so um, that was my first introduction to sailing was on this sailboard, basically board um, from I was the city to Kitty Hawk on May 9th, 2011. <laughs> and it took ten, like 10 hours. 10 hours? Okay, I was expecting longer. That's actually like, I don't know. In my mind, that seems way far. But wow. Well, yeah, still, I mean, she. I mean, it is pretty far. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, either way. Um, <laughs> also, and we I'm, were like soaking wet when we got there. This is <laughs> totally unrelated. I'm very sorry if you hear like a weird noise. It's my hamster who we just got. <laughs> And she's biting her cage, and it's driving me absolutely insane. So if that comes through on the audio, I just want to apologize and give that disclaimer. Um, this uh, this this episode, you, uh, the actual guest is your hamster. Katie's just a co-guest. Yeah, we're just we're oh. just hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Anyway. Cool. No, okay. <laughs> the hamster can be the star. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> we put a picture up. Right, what's the hamster's name? Her name is Lucy, uh, after the song Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, to keep with our Beatles theme for pet names. For those who don't know, I have a dog named Jude. He was our first Beatle pet. So this is our second Beatle pet. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. She's super sweet, though. I actually really didn't want a hamster at all. Like, I was not about it, and my wife talked me into it, and now we're best buddies. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, 
Anyway, <laughs> back to the program. So you you sail ten hours. Uh, that's a crazy long time. Um, and so, okay, so that kind of maybe I guess ignited the curiosity of sailing and and joining yeah. in with them. Um, for me, not yet. The next time that I went sailing was I think twenty twelve or twenty twelve. Yeah, um, because Maritime actually came to MacU. And they were like, we're going to do this weekend thing in Manio and whoever wants to come, it's blah, blah, blah amount of money. And you can come and we're it's real like chill and loose and mm. we're just going to go and do some Jesus stuff. And um, yeah. that was actually the, the point in which we were like, Hey, we can do this as a job. That would yeah. be really, really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, and then we graduated from Macu in 2013 and immediately moved to Richmond, Virginia, where mm. their headquarters used to be. But now it's here in Elizabeth City. Mm. So was this the time, I want to say, oh, I'm not going to give you a year because I don't remember. I have a terrible memory. But uh, when you guys sailed to Maine. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember Sarah and I like talked with you and Dave about it and everything. And it was a super cool thing. Uh, when, when was that? When did you guys do that? That was the summer of 2016. 2016. Mm. How crazy. That's four years ago. That's ridiculous. I know. I know. That's when I graduated from Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even Tired talk about it. I feel so old thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. Uh, yeah. I remember you guys sailing to Maine. How long did it take you guys to do that? <laughs> so... Um... We had a friend with us who was experienced because that was our first time in the ocean. We had done a lot of like mm. uh, river and sound sailing mm. or motoring. Yeah. Um, but this was the first time in the ocean. And so like you have these visions of like the perfect storm. And, you yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, yeah. That terrifying me. Yeah. It's actually more chill than you think if you time it right. Um, and so we had an experienced sailor with us for the first leg and um, we left from Virginia and we were, we pretty much motored the entire way up because we had like winds against us and stuff like that. So what's that route uh, like though? Was it all ocean? Cause it was like, so like what, like Norfolk probably. And then like, did you have to like weave through and it was it like all just out on the coast. So there are sure. ways that you can avoid the ocean on the way to Maine for yeah. the most part but uh we wanted to be in the ocean as much as possible like so yeah, we left yeah. out of norfolk ocean and then we we stopped in um cape may new jersey okay to fuel to fuel up and that's where the story kind of uh stalls out but uh as far as ocean stuff you can leave cape may and get into the ocean again right dave sorry leaving cape may into the ocean and then once you get hit new york you go through um through the east river and then the long island sound and then back into the ocean and ocean 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 until like we stopped a couple of times because you know you got to sleep cape cod Cod canal (laughs) (laughs) that's what i was curious about let's say there's there's long island and cape cod i was like you go in around or yeah you can go around but yeah. there's lots of like shoaling and stuff, so which is yeah. basically sh- shallow stuff, and so you'd have to go way, way out. Um, 
You said that, so, and I went, yeah, yeah, like I knew what that meant. You I experience that every day, you know? Just use context, please. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Sans involved, maybe. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, it with our glitch in New Jersey, we were actually, it actually took us a month. So, oh yeah. It wasn't supposed to take that long, but our our boat broke down. Um, and you, I mean, if you didn't have to go through those rivers and sounds and stuff, you could just sail there. But you yeah, have to yeah. go through a canal and blah blah blah. So, but on the way back, it took eighteen days. Okay, yeah. a lot, a lot better than a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just okay. short of a month. <laughs> so, like, do you feel? you know if you're in the ocean with a bunch of people on like a sailing trip i don't know why you would be but and then like the captain gets hit by like a dinghy or something i don't know oh that dinghy's on but like he gets knocked out like do you think you could take hold of the boat and sail people to safety hmm. you know probably excuse me but uh i would definitely be very rusty at it because mm-hmm. yeah. it's been four years and so yeah but I think I mean I think I could do it in, a, in an emergency situation. Yeah. Right, if your life depended yeah. on it, right? Be a national yeah. hero. <laughs> if I'm the next ranking person, sure. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, we. Uh, I knew I wanted to talk a little bit about that because I, I don't, I don't think I've ever been sailing. I've been on a boat on a on a motor boat motor boat. Is that the phrase? A boat with it a motor. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I've been on that, you know, and very rarely am I on boats. But then, like, you see people on boats, like, yeah, I think I can do that. But there's yeah. there's a lot going on there. And it seems I mean, like you I could totally do it. <laughs> I would pay to see. I want to see point I'll be the captain of a boat. That yeah, just sounds right. <laughs> I think we, I think it, wouldn't, <laughs> it wouldn't be like Bueno not doing it and suddenly Bueno's doing it. But that would be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would take time. That's going to be my thing. Brand and I were talking earlier about like uh, during this quarantine or or in home order. Is there something you're like learning or teaching yourself? Uh, and then I was like, yeah. oh, okay. I was like, there you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna learn how to sail a boat. And so, <laughs> from the from inside your, your house, that's fine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There are Time boats left. on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do, you, do you have something that you're that you're teaching yourself during the time? I, it's okay if you don't. I said I don't, and that probably sounds bad of me, but I don't really have anything right now. So, um, nothing like tangible. Just more like patience and grace with myself. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. I listened to a podcast the other day that was talking about um, going back to like basics in this time. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys know who John Eldridge is. Yeah. I don't know the name. I don't know why I Wild at Heart and, uh, yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So he has a podcast, but his sons also do, called And Sons. Hmm. And um, I listen, it's basically for men. I mean, that's what, it's like initiation into masculinity or whatever. Um, but I like to listen to it. And they were talking about going back to basics and um, this time kind of, letting you know 
where your foundation is. Yeah. Like it's easier to see when you don't have as many things in your way to see where you're truly at with Jesus yeah. and just in everyday life. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh. I am subscribing to that right now. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I keep having this, I really have kind of this love hate thing going on with, with being stuck at home, you know, one loving my job and, and feeling a lot of purpose in that, you know, I'm, I'm very much a, you know, give it, go, go, go hundred percent from the moment I wake up till I'm too tired to go to sleep. Like I just, you know, really get, enjoy activity and filling up my day. And so it's been really kind of challenging, but it's like, man, what a gift too! all these things I say, I don't have time for, you know, suddenly I do. And so it's really, it's like a back and forth of feeling cooped up and then feeling like, man, I really have a lot of time to do other things. It's tough. Yeah. Going back and forth with that. For sure. Yeah. Uh, I already live like a quarantine life and it is still like that for me. (laughs) Sarah Sarah jokes about that all the time where she is like, everyone's like, you know, their life has changed so much. And she's like, mine's the same. I do the same thing every day. (laughs) Yeah. I just can't go into a grocery store with my baby. (laughs) That's about it. (laughs) Yeah. I had to do a little solo venture into the, the store today and leave, leave a, my wife and daughter out in the car. It, it was like, it was kind of creepy. They had like a cop that's stationed outside. Like they're only letting like really? certain number of people in. Yeah, the one in my neighborhood, um, basically, well, there was there's two. There's one that like has a capacity. Like they have like people checking. Like once three people leave, three people can come in. There was like a line. Whoa. And then the one near my uh, apartment is like there's a cop outside. He just like waits and just kind of. That's kind of kind of like a you know, end of the worldish looking kind of scenery, but yeah. Yeah. Hmm. A little creepy. Yeah. That's definitely not. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. not that intense here, but yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Part of it definitely depends on where you, where you're living, but yeah. wearing my gloves, keep covering my face when I can, all that. Yeah. 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 But, oh, you have some, one, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. I thought when I was going to say, go ahead. Um, one of the things that I'm trying to like, keep in mind and give up during this time is anxiety and fear because mm-hmm. um, Dave works very much in the public every day he is a Pepsi delivery driver oh yeah and so um, who knows and so I'm having to give that to Jesus every day yeah yeah, that's that's, uh, that's a really cool thought, and I think everyone and neither one are bad, but like everyone's kind of on this thought of like, well, what what are you what are you doing to have like your your what are you learning during this time? You know, what are you what are you picking up and all that stuff during this time? Where it could be like, hey, during this time, what am I letting go of? You know, yeah. if it is that's huge. Or, I uh, I'm struggling with planning. I'm a big I'm not a big planner, but like with with our ministry and our church, it's just always trying to figure out what's the next thing? And you get lots of questions like, when are we coming back to church? What's going to happen during the summer? And I'm just like, right. no, I got no idea guys. Uh, and I don't like that. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. I, I'm, I'm be okay with that. I've got to be okay that I don't know. So I can imagine it's super strange, like being a leader in this time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Somebody that I'm sure other people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, so tell us a little bit about what you're doing these days. You know, we were talking a little bit about your time in, in maritime uh, ministries, but what's what's going on these days? So these days, I'm staying home with my baby. 
<laughs> yeah. But <clears throat> which is totally like fulfilling. Um, but it is not what I spent like a hundred thousand dollars in student loans for. Sure. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. So eventually I will be like, cause I graduated with my master's degree in marriage and family therapy okay. um, back in September. And so this year I'm hoping to start the journey of becoming licensed. Mm, very nice. Yep. What made you still have like, oh, go ahead. what made you want to like, Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I still have like 1500 residency hours. Okay. And I'm sure this quarantine isn't helping those residency hours. No. <laughs> well, thankfully, I'm not like in it, you know. Okay. So. Right, right. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So far, I haven't even started. We were talking about that with a friend of ours, actually, uh, Emily Hughes, because she uh, she was trying to do her, I guess, hasn't started her student teaching, but we were talking about like, how much would it really kind of suck if you were about to start your student teaching and you just got in it and yep. now you can't, you know, like know. you got to do that all over again. And it's just like, Oh, that's crazy. I know. Honestly. What made you decide uh, marriage and family counseling? Um, so like I said, early on, I thought I wanted to be a nurse, but that was just because, everybody that I knew was like in the medical field. And so I was like, Oh, well then it should be easy. And it's super not. So <laughs> yeah, didn't do that. Um, I mean, counseling is also not easy, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but you know, like growing up, I felt like a lot of people came to me with things. And one of the things that I like to <laughs> kind of joke about, in counseling is that the people who need counseling the most are the ones who become counselors. Yeah. Um, no. Cause I don't know if you guys have ever taken like an intro to counseling class, but there's mm. always somebody in there that's like, well, what if this happened to me? What do I do if this happened to me? And like everybody yeah. knows their business. You know, right. Now. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> it's supposed to be educational, not a group counseling session. <laughs> right. Born yeah. from their own life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and so, anyway, I am also one of the a type of person who's who tries to be very introspective and tries to like figure out why am I thinking this way, why am I feeling this way, what am I feeling, and um, so I wanted to learn more about myself in this whole journey, and I also wanted to be able to help other people who maybe were asking similar questions. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Do um, you feel like you learned? A lot about yourself you said you were trying to yeah, uh, yeah for sure all the time but i will say that there was uh, an entire class on the dsm which is just a manual mm. for diagnosing people yeah and <laughs> every new thing i learned about i was like yep i have that yep i have that <laughs> but, you, but you know i really didn't it was just yeah. like you just uh, identified with you know a piece yeah. of it <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely um, so yeah um it's it's funny. So Bueno and I were talking a little bit about this, um, kind of you know, as we were, you were coming on, you know, kind of all of our fields sort of touch on this this topic of mental health. We want to talk a little bit about that today. You know, you're working towards uh, counseling, Bueno's in ministry, uh, and I work with adults with disabilities, so most of the people with autism. Okay. Um, 
and, and all sorts of intellectual developmental dis- disabilities. It's funny you talk about self-diagnosing because I always, you know, there's days when I'm working, I'm like, I think I might be on the spectrum. I'm like, I know I'm probably not. I mean, I can't diagnose that, but I definitely, there's sort of the identifying with the people you work with a little bit. Right. Um, but anyway, we want to talk about, about mental health because something all of us kind of maybe personally deal with um, and also kind of helping other people through those topics. Um, so kind of just cracking open that topic. What's so, especially in light of, um, you know, being isolated, being kind of told to stay home. Um, what, what are some better ways that we can take care of ourselves? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're talking about letting go of anxiety and fear. Can you tell us a little bit more kind of about that? Mm-hmm. Maybe for other people and what they can do? You could, if you're on meds, take those. Take yeah. your meds, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Just because you're not going to work doesn't mean that you have to, like, change your routine, take your meds. Um, other than that, I have been thinking about this for myself and um i think not listening or reading the news um because that always makes me spiral into that fear and depression not depression fear and uh, anxiety that i'm trying to let go of um also like social media gives you like glimpses of news and then you Mm. don't get the whole thing Right. And then it's like, oh, well, this did happen because somebody ate a raw bat, <laughs> but it's not, <laughs> not the truth, you know? Like, right. Um, <laughs> so know. it's just stuff like that. Um, anything that is kind of propaganda ish, just kind of, I would, for me, I have to stay away from that. Um, I also have to, just in general, I have to stay away from researching things too much because, um, I don't know, then it's like, oh, this could happen, or what if this happens, or what if this goes, you know, because I'm yeah. an overthinker. Um, getting outside is important to me. Um, I don't really know. It's just like, have a lot of grace for yourself, because this is not normal. Yeah. 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 And that it's That's okay that, like, your, it's okay that your life or your schedule, your routine is out of sync because your life is kind of out of sync at the moment, you know, like sure, yeah. Yeah. there's a lot going on that like I said, is just out of the norm. And so, yeah, uh, I'm a, I'm a seasonal guy too. Like I, I definitely struggle in different seasons. And so like, uh, this sounds really weird, but I, I know what, when, when my certain depression is going to hit once Christmas is over. And I mean like the day, seasonal depression. Yeah. the day of Christmas, I can feel like, Oh man, like, we're in for it. I'm gonna crash yeah. hard here, really, you know. And so, yeah. like, and I've noticed this for me too. New for me personally, I think I've always had a strong connection with Christmas. Where the new year for me doesn't really start on New Year's; it's Christmas, like Christmas yeah. Day. Like that's like okay, this is our brand new start kind of thing. But like after Christmas, after December, I hit this downward fall or spiral, I guess, of just like. Uh, this is tough to get out and I'm not taking care of myself very well. And so, and yeah. that happened a lot for the winter and then spring hits. And then like, I think last weekend it was like, uh, we were, we went outside, me and Sarah and the girls went outside for almost all day. I mean, it was beautiful. We were, we were having some really great weather. And then that was like the same weekend we got the like, Hey, you're not allowed to leave your house. You're not allowed to, <laughs> you know, be in groups of 
however many or more. Yeah. I was like, at first, like, okay, we're fine. It's all good. And like the next day, I was like, what if this goes into the summer? What if I can't go to the beach? What if my family vacations are ruined? And it was just like, yeah. yeah. I, I had a big, just a weird day. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know if it's depression that's weird or me that's weird. If just like, it's that one, it could be one day of terrible. And the next day, you're just like, all right, yeah, all right, yep. we'll be all right. You know, we'll figure it out. Well, 100% back up on that one. And, and even with this, because I, I definitely get that seasonal depression as well, especially like January, February. It's cold. I mean, up here, it's even worse. It's cold. It's cloudy. Well, even with this, like, there's been days where it's been like 60 degrees and sunny. And I'm like, all right, I feel optimistic. I'm going to get my stuff done. And there's like t- days like today where it was like raining all day. And it's just like instant, instant day ruiner, you know, unless you really fight against it. It's just, it's hard, man. It's hard. I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. I would uh, like to also say that, so giving yourself grace and also realizing that your day, like you guys have been talking about, your day is not even a linear thing. Like it's okay. I'm fine. Okay. I'm crashing for some reason. Okay. I'm fine. I'm crashing for some reason. And so like we're experiencing more emotion and different emotions and like more intense emotions than normal because we yeah. are with ourselves more. And yeah. so, um, and even like if you're not used to being with your spouse or your kids all the time, mm. like give yourself grace, give your spouse grace. Um, yeah. because it's not normal. And so it's just up and down like a roller coaster all day. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. It's a very good point. So with all of that and marriage and family counseling, so, you 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 are learning about yourself and growing about yourself. So why specifically that counseling uh, major or that that decision? Marriage and family. Yeah. Um. Just because marriage is really important to me, and I think that it's really important and like affects everything and everybody because mm. we all yep. have parents, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, and we all have relationships. And if we can't make those work and like can't figure out how to communicate can't figure out how to be with another person can't figure out like how we are with ourselves and that how that affects other people then our relationships are not going to improve yeah yeah what would you say is your best marriage advice and i know i know technically counselors are not supposed to give advice right <laughs> yes <laughs> just personally if you were to yeah. give advice to someone <laughs> I'll I'll try to break this rule for you. Um, (laughs) Best marriage advice. Hmm. So let's just get the one out of the way where like keep God as the center because that's you know it's you don't necessarily have to say it but also you do Um, because that one's the most important. But marriage and marriage advice I would give. I don't know. I think I would say talk about everything, even if it's weird. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. They, um, yeah, I agree. I, uh, I mean, Sarah and I, we, we, we you know, always talk about how important this communication is. And, you know, especially when you're first couple of years, we're like, yeah, you know, we'll be married uh, be five years. And so uh, this coming October and you're like, yeah, we feel like we're really good at communicating. And, end up being like yeah we are and like about our days or you know what we ate that day or the good stuff and then mm-hmm. like it, the hard stuff comes up and it's like the stuff even the stuff that was like you know what 
I really wish my wife didn't know this about me. Or I really wish I didn't have to tell my wife this stuff. But like, that's like yeah. the most important things to communicate. Um, yeah. It's the most important things to share with each other. The, the stuff that even, like I said, that that's weird that you may yeah. not think like, Oh, yeah. I don't want to hear that with someone else. You know? Cause everybody's got weird stuff, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and branching so, off of that, branching off of communication, I would also say, um, Communication doesn't just happen naturally between people. Yeah. Um, one of the things that helps Dave and I the most is that we've kind of developed our own language. Not necessarily mm. like a different tongue or whatever, but like if we don't know how we're feeling, we'll just be like, I feel weird. Mm. Yeah. And then that'll be like a, a red flag or like a signal. Okay, they need to talk and maybe not right now, but. But yeah, yeah, some, something going on. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's good. I I think that's you, you know uh, Sarah and I had just watched the uh, the Tom Hanks Mister Rogers movie. I need to watch that still. I don't know if you. Yeah, yeah, and so and uh, and I, I I like him a lot. You know, I watched a documentary that was on him, but like this idea of just like emotions and how hard sometimes you know. For grown adults, it's hard to distinguish what our emotions are and hard to communicate them. And then we kind of expect kids to just tell us what they're feeling all the time, you know, or like because yeah. they don't know, you know, they're they're kids. And so, like, you know, trying to trying to figure out your emotions as an adult is hard enough. Um, yeah, because we all have we all have primary and secondary feelings. So, like, mm-hmm. if I come home and I'm yelling at Dave. It could be because I'm underneath, like, insecure or afraid that this thing is happening between us or, you know. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but, well, primary and secondary feelings, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of times Sarah and I will argue, and obviously, like I said, I'm upset, I'm yelling, but she, we've gotten to the point where we're, we're trying to learn each other, learn things about each other of, like, knowing the right questions to ask, and so... (laughs) Of like, Sarah saying, I, I know you're upset about, I don't know, the the car broke, you know, like, I don't know. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, the car broke. Come on, and, one uh, it's like, obviously, that's a frustrating thing. <laughs> it just broke. I don't know. I'm going to just. Uh, and, like, it's not even that you broke the car, just that it broke. <laughs> that's it. That'd be such a great. And I have this. It just broke. It just stopped. Just, just and uh, but like, I'm so frustrated about that. Like, yeah, like I'm very frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> and then we've gotten to the point where, like, at times she knows when to ask. Like, I understand you're frustrated about that, but is there something else you're also upset about? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like this was this is a, a this is okay to be upset about, and it makes sense. But there's something else that like you're you're more upset about that you're kind of. You know, putting it's presenting as this other thing. Yeah. 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 So that makes sense for me and us. And those are things that you don't like come into marriage knowing. Right. Mm. And they're those are things that some married couples don't ever get to. Yeah. I have a really bad habit with not with Jay well, especially in my marriage, but really with everybody in my life. I the hardest thing for me with communication is like I, I have to remember that people aren't listening to my internal dialogue and that my, mm. my intentions and my thoughts aren't being broadcast to everybody. Um, and that is like the hardest thing that I still have to like remind myself. I have to like pause and be like, wait, 
no one's listening to my head right now. No one's like hearing what I mean by this or what I'm intending to do here. Mm -hmm. um, and again, yeah, a lot, a lot of times we assume that the communication is happening when yeah. it isn't. And that, yeah, that's, that's the big one for me, man. Yeah. yeah that'll get you in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. You should ask, just ask Sam right now. Like Sam, you know, has this gotten brain in trouble before? <laughs> <laughs> she would say yes. Oh, she's like, no. <laughs> Uh, okay this is gonna be one of our we have a lightning round at the end of the thing where we just kind of ask you fun questions and this is gonna be one of them but brandon i'm gonna steal this from you and i think i think we should just ask it and so okay um are you uh i i, I think i know you are you're familiar with the enneagram <laughs> before you go any farther <laughs> dave was like I bet they're gonna bring up the Enneagram. <laughs> Every single episode. <laughs> Go ahead. Every episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am gonna bring it up. Uh, yes, I, I am first gonna ask you: Are you are you comfortable with sharing? If you know what type you are, are you comfortable sharing what type you are? I think that I'm a nine, but that is literally the extent of it that I know. Now you know. Gotcha. Yeah, I've listened to that like YouTube song that's really pretty about it and stuff. That's like, oh yeah, sitting at last. Yes, yep. yes, yes. It is really pretty. It is. It nice. is. Yeah. Oh, a lot of the songs are really pretty. And just like <laughs> either these songs gonna make you fall in love or fall asleep. One of the two. And yeah. both of those things are okay. You know. Are you are you uh, pegging me as a man? No, no, I I didn't know. I was just asking. Okay. It doesn't surprise I, me. Is that the nine as well? I yeah. I could have I, I know Brandon is one. Uh, I know my wife, Sarah, is also a nine. Um, and I am a two, which means I want all the love and affection in the world. And so, okay. I mean, doesn't, doesn't everybody, but I uh, maybe not. I don't know. I can't, I can't just assume <laughs> that. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Summarize uh, our nines for me, Brandon. Nines, uh, we are known as the peacemaker. And so basically... Um, a lot of the negative traits are more like kind of people pleasing. We try to avoid conflict, avoid pain, um, uncomfortable situations, kind of awkwardness. Um, but a strength is that we are really good at seeing other people's perspectives, very patient, um, good mediators, good at kind of, and if we're in a good, healthy position, kind of helping make peace with the people around us, being good at kind of mediating and bringing all the different perspectives together so in a nutshell it's kind of like what the nine okay. is so definitely definitely identify with that personality type but, yeah. Yeah. you weren't done josh i'm sorry Go ahead. no you're fine oh, yeah, we, <laughs> no yeah we uh, we like talking about i i really like the enneagram and it's not something i think That's is the cool. all, end all it's not the end all be all of things um right. i've enjoyed it because you love me, it a lot <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Uh, for me personally, it's been a really good tool for my self awareness, and so yeah. I'm always just kind of curious if other people were aware of it. And I assume I don't know, not everyone is, but it was like a couple, a year and a half where it was like a big deal. But I think we're on a yeah down end. Yeah, plateauing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know much about it. I know that there are like books and podcasts and stuff like that about it. Yeah, deals with numbers and stuff, you know. <laughs> so something like that. Because mm -hmm. cool. I know there's also like I'm a nine with a 
two or something. I don't know. Oh, is the wings? Be mm-hmm. like a wing one or a wing yeah. eight. Well, how about that? Do you do you know your Myers Briggs? I do. We all but forgot about Myers Briggs after the Enneagram came along. Myers Briggs. Without Myers Briggs, who cares? <laughs> I am ENFJ. I'm an ENFJ too. That's crazy. Oh, last time I last time I took it, it's it's been quite some time, and I I don't believe it was ENFJ. Yeah. Um, Brandon, do you remember yours? Yeah. Well, so when I, the first time I took it when I was younger. Uh, I was ENFP, but as I'm older, I realized I was an INFP. So as I am not as much of an extrovert as I used to like to believe I was, because I'm not. Um, my so supervisor able to... for my internship said that. Sorry, my oh, no. supervisor for my internship says that people don't change their Myers Briggs, but I think that I am more of an I now as well. Yeah, it just didn't really line up. I was like, I, I, I confused the thought of like, I like people and I'm friendly as mm-hmm. I must be an introvert. And I was like, that's not what that means at all. Like, I can still like people. I can still be friendly and talkative and whatever. But, I'm, you know, I get exhausted by people <laughs> sometimes. I got, you know, I'm kind of shy. Yeah. Like, that's, uh, you know. Anyway, so. I, I think it's totally possible for it to change. You get older, you know. Yeah. I bet you all like yeah. the grumpy old men of the world were once like. <laughs> Happy and outgoing with some of the grumpy and it just happy you know, earlier in life. Bueno. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Become a grumpy old man. Right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, Katie, we you know, we appreciate like your your input with, you know, the, this idea of like during this time of of letting go. I I I, I felt like that was something I need to hear because I feel like that's always mm-hmm. constantly me is I'm I'm always thinking of like What's something I'm gonna be like picking up? What's something I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing? What's something I'm gonna, you know, I I gotta try to be healthier and eat better, which I do. I'm not saying that I probably shouldn't. I should probably do that in general, but I should pick up knitting or sewing or learn how to sail Please a boat. Pick up no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like make make the most of this time. Right. right. And so, and the cool thing is, like, making the most of it could actually mean, like, taking this time to learn how to let go of things. So yeah. Take care yeah. of yourself better. Yeah, just chill and yeah. take it in stride. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have a lightning round here. So these boom, boom. are just supposed to be fun questions. You can, your answers can be as long or as short as you want them to be. So. Okay. Uh, Brandon, you go first. You're up. All right. First one. I think we always do this one. This is kind of a good go-to. Uh, what is your coffee order if you're going to go to a coffee mm. shop? It is always the same. It's a vanilla latte. Mm. Oh, yeah. okay. Nice. And we'll, now, we'll answer. You get, when you get right. one, like, do you say, do they ask you hot or iced? Is that a thing? Uh, yeah. So I like iced in the summer and hot in the winter but uh in the winter i uh ask for kids temp oh. a kid, a what now kids temp oh kids, like just not yeah. too hot yeah <laughs> i don't know that was a thing that's kind of a great idea though. yeah it's always too hot to drink and you get a, yeah. adult temp so and i yeah. want it immediately so. <laughs> i want to wait i want to take a sip right <laughs> when you put it in my hand 
That's great. Okay. Bueno, what's your coffee order? Uh, it's normal almost everywhere. It's a uh, white chocolate mocha or a mocha, something like that. Oh, so, fancy, fancy. Um, I, I always I would say that, and then people are like, "That's not real coffee." I'm like, "You're probably right," but I like the way it tastes. <laughs> but you know, when you go out and you order it, it's a treat or can be, right? Yeah. Um, that's true. That's, that's a good way to look at it. Because yeah, yeah, you're going out to get it. Like if I'm gonna make regular coffee, do it at home. Um. Yeah, like so, I take my coffee black with sugar. So I usually get that. Although if I go to Dunkin' Donuts, which is frequent, um, I do black with sugar and caramel swirl because that's the only way I can justify not making it home. I was like, I can't. I don't have caramel swirl at home, so (laughs) now it's a it's a treat. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Katie, who was as far back as you can remember? Who was your first celebrity crush? I knew you were going to say that, and I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> so, as, like, as literal far back as I can remember, I was very young, and my parents were in the country, and his name is Dwight Yoakam. Oh, okay. who that is. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like quite a guy. <laughs> going to have to look this up, put this in the show notes. We're going to have to see who that is. Because <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> it's, it's just going to be a picture of <laughs> And the guy next to each other. Yes. You guys are going to do some photoshopping. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you're going to look it up and you're going to be like, oh, I thought she was cool. No, no. <laughs> we won't you all had those, you know, like, I, I, I want to say, like, I think the last time we asked this question, I said uh, Topanga from Boy Meets World. I think okay. so. Yeah. But, like, I think, I think further back, it was the Pink Power Ranger. Oh my gosh, <laughs> going way, going way back. Yeah, like, like huh. at least for me, like when I was a kid. I remember, so, does she have a face? Isn't it just like a helmet? Oh, like, you just like that was it. You just like there was like a strong woman. They're not always in masks. <laughs> well, I never watched it, so I don't know. I was just like watching the They're suit. Like, I'm like, yeah, that pink oh, suit. Okay. <laughs> They're like regular teens until there's yeah. danger. Have you okay. not seen Power Rangers, Brent? I legit have. I know it's a thing. I just never <laughs> watched it growing up. I mean, you know it's a thing. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh man, um, celebrity crush for me was um, what is the last time? Oh yeah, um, it was Drew Barrymore in Charlie's Angels was my first celebrity crush. Huh. It was like two thousand three ish time. It was a Pretty long young. time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys what? want to know Dave's? I would love yeah, to. Please do. <laughs> uh, Natalie Portman in Star Wars. Uh, wow, yeah. That's a good era, too. Specifically oh, in yeah. Star Wars. Specifically yeah. in that role, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. I probably would have been into that, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Star Wars fans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was my turn. Sorry. All right, so next question. What are you, if anything, uh, binge-watching right now? Uh, I am re-watching Parks and Rec. Oh, good one. Yeah, and I, I think this is, I don't know, I've lost count how many times I've seen it all. But oh, on, my, <laughs> on my list next is, uh, I've seen some of it, but I, re- I recently um, heard that Downton Abbey is on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Is it really? I hadn't heard that. I'm fitting to watch that. 
I'll, I'll have to yeah. send out Sarah because that's um, just one she doesn't want to watch us down in Nappy. And so yeah, I struggle big time because I'm always like I will have the remote in my hand. I'm like I could watch something new or just go back through something I know I love. And mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, I pick something I already watched, which isn't great. But you know. The Office or Parks. I think I've watched it now four times. Parks and Rec, like all the mm-hmm. way through. Um, it's so good. It is. It's, it's, who's your? You have a favorite yeah. character? Oh, uh, Andy. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good. How about you, Bueno? Uh, so I guess like like binge watch. We Sarah and I are going back through New Girl currently, and so. Um, I think going to. Yeah, me and Nick Miller, I feel, are just, just <laughs> old souls. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on, on that show is Winnie the Bish. Winnie the Bish. <laughs> <laughs> we just went. We just did the episode where he he's like first about to start pranking again, and Nick's like, "Either go too big or too small." He's like, "Let's hit her in the throat with a ski." Like, yeah. <laughs> they call yeah, me Frank the Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's uh, so good. But. Uh, <laughs> Two days ago, we discovered something, and mm-hmm. we finally finished it today. We watched Tiger King, y'all. Oh my, that's my answer. Dude. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you've know, heard man. about it, Katie. It's uh, I've only well, heard about it. I I've only, all the don't memes. Have the... <laughs> it's a yeah, lot. Yeah, I don't. It's, it's a lot. Probably best yeah. that you've yeah. only heard about it and not experienced it because how long did it take you to get through bueno i want to know if you we did uh it was three episodes two nights ago three episodes last night and we watched the last episode today you're a better um, man so i heard you so, guys like binged it to like 2 a.m or something right like my wife talked so i heard about it i wasn't that interested and then my wife was like oh, we're gonna watch this tonight and it was like maybe we started it at like nine o'clock ten o'clock we watched the first six episodes back to back to back and we stayed up till about two to 30 in the morning watching it. it was just like i've never been so compelled by a piece of television and it was so stupid <laughs> like it's like you think it's about one person and it's about something else and it's about something else and all these people are just as bad and crazy and next yeah. thing i knew it was i was almost done with it and i watched they're the all last terrible episode. people <laughs> and oh, it's definitely one of those shows you watch oh. and it's like but wait, there's more, and then that's the next episode. You have to watch. It's like, well, what happened? And so, yeah, it just couldn't look away. I could not put it down. So, so <laughs> uh, that's what we that's what we just binged. Was that um, oh, okay, Brandon? What about you? Did, was that your guys's? I guess oh, that's, well? my, that's 100% my answer. I mean, that's uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to find something else to watch, but we we zipped to that in about less than 24 hours. So, <laughs> just trying to find something else to watch make you feel better about yourself after you I just had to, like, take a bath. After. I was like this is like I, I was just so <laughs> overwhelming. Like it was just so much information. <laughs> it was too much. It was too much. It was like in the bath at in the dark at 2 a.m. <laughs> Got to wash the grossness off of me. Let's see. It was really bad. What is your most used emoji when you text? Do you have an emoji you use the most? I do. Um, it is the crying face that just looks like it has the two rivers coming from the eyes. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Because it could be like, like a... oh, this is so cute, or oh, this is so sad. Yeah. <laughs> it could be both. <laughs> yeah. 
Mm. Yeah. Bueno. Um, I use I use thumbs up a lot. I use the winky one a lot. Uh, shout out to my wife Sarah that I always when we say goodnight through text, which really isn't that much now. You know, you do it a lot more when you're not together. But yeah, we always do like there's like the starry sky emoji. Mm. So, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. That's sweet. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> how about you brandon uh, um it's one it's it's one of one or the other it's either the laughing one with the tears um mm-hmm. or now hold on the, do, the two individual tears right not the river tears not the river tears and not the sideways one. the new they have the new one too where you just like sideways mm-hmm. like it's like you're really laughing like you're I don't rolling know. over i'm <laughs> usually not laughing that hard so i do like the medium laughing <laughs> it's like ah it's funny two tears so you do you do the lowercase lol and not right the, yeah, oh, 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 moderate. this is moderately funny so i use that one a lot and um the the grimacing face the one where it's like, like oh, okay, oh yeah. yeah i use that one a lot that one's a good one Okay, next question. Favorite thing about being a parent? Um. <laughs> Favorite thing about being a parent? I like watching how much and how fast she learns and grows Mm. yeah Um, i also really like that we're getting to know each other now better and she's getting a little bit older um also like from the very beginning i was like i feel like this little person knows me and that's insane yeah and I don't yeah, know that's... if that fully makes sense to you guys, but no, I don't. Well, yeah, absolutely, absolutely does. Um, yeah, I just realized we we all have baby girls, so yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. And our my baby girl and your baby girl, Josh, are this about the same age. Mm, yeah, they're only like two weeks apart. That just means they're going to be best friends. Best friends. Yep. Yes. Cool. <laughs> uh, uh, Bueno, how about you? Favorite thing being a parent? We, uh, Kay, we, we mentioned. Oh, sorry. I thought you were telling me to go to the next question. No. Favorite thing. We, oh, you got to answer. Oh, I wasn't ready for this. Uh, <laughs> we all got to answer. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, this, uh, this, I think, like, I looked forward to it for so long, and then, like, it finally happened. It's still one of my favorite things just being called dad, dad, dad. And like mm-hmm. her being yeah. like I because I'm not home with her twenty four seven like Sarah is uh, like I'll discover things that she does and I'm like oh my goodness this is adorable she is so smart like she's gonna be like really really intelligent and so I'll tell Sarah she's like yeah like I saw I that doing yeah. it for a while like I'm not impressed anymore yeah anyway I I think. Yeah, like I just—it's cool being called dad. You know, it's cool. Yeah. It's just—it's just like a warm feeling of like, it's nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel kid. like my brain is gonna explode when my kid is like, "Mama, I love you." I'm gonna just be like a oh on the floor. It's the best. It's the best yeah. thing. 
there there are times my kids are punk and I'll say, Hey, love you. No, no. I'm like, all right. Well, yeah. well you, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you better say you love me. Check <laughs> <laughs> <Take> yourself. <laughs> um, my favorite thing about being a parent right now, it's always kind of been this way, but more and more now is she's so freaking hilarious. Like, she is the most like cheeky little like she like she thinks she, and now she's cracking herself up like she knows she's funny and like she'll like do these like sassy little things and like give attitude and stuff and like it's it's getting to the point now where I know I have to be like stern with her and like you know be a dad but I'm also like I'm not really that upset because <laughs> I'm like this is funny you know half the time I'm just like amused by it but I have to pretend not to be you know it's also my thing yeah just That's cool. she's freaking. She's gonna be. She's gonna be a character. So. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Who okay, knows what these little girls are gonna be? Yeah. You run on the world. Who mm. run the world? I don't know. Girls. Girls. Quarrels. <laughs> uh, Katie, we mentioned you mentioned one podcast you were listening to. What are some podcasts you're listening to right now, or what's if you're like cleaning the house or something, what's like the first music that you put on? Like what artist mm-hmm. or something like that? And so I actually listen to more music than podcasts. I really only listen to podcasts that Dave's listening to because so that we can talk about them. Um, mm, yeah. But I'm really bad at keeping up with it. Um, so if I listen to a podcast, it'll be Anson's or um, John Eldridge's, which is Ransomed Heart. Mm. Um. And sometimes I'll listen to this one called No Dumb Questions. They're kind of lengthy, though. And so I don't really listen to them that much anymore. But it's a rocket scientist and a minister. And they just have really... Yeah. They have cool... Like, the rocket scientist is also... He believes in God, but he thinks so much differently than the minister. Very scientific approach. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, music. Bueno? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. It's just a podcast. <laughs> music. Okay, go ahead. Um, music right now. I've been really digging John Mark McMillan's new album. Mm-hmm. And... I didn't know he had anything new out. That's cool. I, I follow him on Instagram and everything. I didn't miss that. When is, mm-hmm. it, is that like really cool. new or is it like kind of new? It's like super new, like this past month. Oh, okay. I think That's called, why. I think it's called uh, People... With dreams or something. Okay. Well, it's not tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> nice. it's, it's super I just didn't know it. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy him a lot. Cool. All right, bueno. How about you? Uh, Podcast wise, <clears throat> I feel like. Uh, I feel like like I that's not true. I was gonna say I think I got into the podcast world first, and then Sarah did, but that's probably not true. If she hears that, she's like, "No, that's not true." I can hear her saying that now. <laughs> but um, I feel like I listened to a lot of podcasts really early on when I first got into them, and then Sarah did, and now like I feel like I barely listen to them, and she's like listening all day, and so she's always telling me, "Hey, you need to listen to this. You need to listen to this. You listen to this." And so I just I just don't get around to it, but. Uh, office ladies that talk about the office. Oh yeah, I got that one. Yeah. Um, armchair expert with Dax Shepard is one that I listen to a lot. Same, yeah. We, Sam and I both listen to that one a lot. Uh, yeah, I like. Uh, I, I I just like 
people who interview people, which is kind of why we started this podcast. And so uh, <laughs> I like people telling their stories. I think that's cool. And so yeah, yeah. Yeah. music wise, uh, I've been throwing it back and listening to some old school 30 Seconds to Mars. Just oh my. nice. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I feel like I'm in the mood for this. And it's just been on my repeat <laughs> for like the past three days now. And so, yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, podcasts. Yeah, let's say Armchair Experts, a big one I listen to pretty frequently. Um, you Made It Weird with Pete Holmes. He's a comedian. It's kind of similar to Armchair. It's like a long form to stories and comedy. A lot of news. I listen to a lot of like politics stuff. I'm a big politics person. So anyway, I listen to a lot of those kind of things. Um, music. I have a lot of constants that I always listen to. And there's like, I go through these like waves where I'll just like beat something in the ground for like a month or two and I just like can't stop listening to it and I move on to something yeah. else. Right now, for me, that is um, Jackson Brown. It's like he's like he was like I don't know if you know who that is. He's big in the '70s. He was a singer songwriter. Um, anyway, he came on. It, it, the, so I listen to a lot of old music anyway because my clients at work. I mean, some some of them are my age, but a lot of them are older and they like classic, you know, pop and rock songs. So I listen to a lot of like old classics. Anyway, he came on the, like a YouTube mix one day. I was like, who is this? And I looked at it. I was like, this really old singer. So anyway, a lot, of, hmm. a lot of Jackson Brown. That's cool. Yeah. I feel like I, I like do, it. you're talking about like that waves thing. I feel like I do that with genres. And so like yeah. my second time, I was like, yeah, like I'm in that emu, 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 emo. Uh, like that. I'm in rock. the really big birds right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to open up a zoo and call myself the emu. Open up a guy myself, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like I'm a, I'll go through like a month of like, yeah, I'll just, just rock her. And then I'll go through a month of like, yeah, sure. I'll do some, uh, random rap that I like. And then it's like, I remember when I was a kid and my parents made me listen to country. I'm going to go back through some old style country. And so <laughs> I don't know. I go through really weird ways of just different genres. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. Uh, Katie, I've got a last question. This is one that I just came up with. Off the top of my head. Okay. Um, how many tattoos do you have? And which one is your favorite? I have 13. And, and my favorite is the robot on my arm. Nice. Yeah. Any meaning or is it just fun? That is the only one of the only ones that does have meaning. Um, and also it is fun. But uh, yeah. so the robot, I wanted to have something like cool and innocent without it being like a person. Okay. Or, so um, he's got roller blades on or roller skates on, and in his chest there's a sun, and that's for my mom because she used to sing "You Are My Sunshine" to us. Oh, and cool. he's holding ice cream because that was like my favorite food. <laughs> <laughs> and cool. uh, then he's holding a balloon that's in the shape of a heart, and that's for Dave. And hmm. I okay. got my sister-in-law to do like the. Uh, um, the preliminary sketch and then the tattoo artist made it into more a little bit more cartoony and anyway that's my favorite cool that's fun the next one the next one that i get though i'm really stoked about and uh it's actually off of the john mark mcmillan album there's a line there's a line in it in one of the songs where it says uh, i'm gonna bosh it up but he's talking about reveling in a crop, he's talking about sequoia trees, and he says, 
mm. something like reveling in a crop that he won't ever live to see. And okay. um, it reminds me of like, you know, we are putting so much into our children and we may never like live to see their full potential or like mm. never li- live to see like all the insane good things that they're going to do. I know it's just hard <laughs> never. Yeah. Um, and so my next one, I would really like it to be the cone of a sequoia tree. Mm. That's cool. That's cool. I'm stoked about that one. That one's my favorite. I don't even have it yet. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. That's cool. Cool. Right Brandon, do you have a favorite tattoo of your two? I must say, I only have two. Uh, both of them are matching. Um, I have one on my arm. It says, Bzz! and I uh, it's matching with my sister. Um, I'd say it's my favorite just because that's the first one I got, um, and it was during a pretty tough time in, in in her life and kind of in our family's life. Um, and it's just. Quick backstory. Yeah, every time we'd go into a room or something, you know, if I was in there, she'd be like, Bzz! and be like, "Oh, hey, I'm." It basically, was just our way of saying, "Hey, I'm here. What's up?" Bzz! So, um, cool. she used to just like write it on, like when I was going back and forth between home and college, she would like write it on, with sharpie on my arm, and I was like, "Ah, make a cool tattoo." And so we uh, got it uh, as matching tattoos. And I have another one on my other arm. Uh, it's the outline of Haiti, and it's like written in the Haitian style of a lot of like the touristy things that they give out. Where it mm-hmm. says like Haiti, so we got it written on that font. That's matching with my mother because uh, we've been to Haiti several times, you know, kind of over the years on mission trips. Uh, so both are, are very meaningful to me, but yeah, hard hard to pick a, a favorite, I guess. But mm. nice. Nice. Yeah. especially if they both mean something, yeah. Yeah, yeah, both significant. Yeah. And how about you, Bueno? Uh, I've got three, and I think my favorite is my compass that I have on my right. Uh, this whatever the forearm is that what that's called? Forearm, yeah. <laughs> My right this arm thing. Yeah. I got that right as I was about to graduate college. I got one as I began college, one as I graduated college, and one after I got married. Um mm-hmm. so three very significant times in my life. But uh the compass is one of my favorites because there's a saying on it that says, Be God's man, enjoy the adventure which was uh, said to me by one of the professors at, at the school. Oh, at Dr. Bob quote, right? It was Dr. Bob. Uh, we all had to name drop him, I suppose. So I guess. <laughs> You're listening, Dr. Bob. <laughs> so, I, I always like, I was like, oh, I want to tell him, like, he really inspired me for this. But then I was like, I don't know if he's down with tattoos or if I should say that. <laughs> like, you need to take that off right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, don't do that. Cover those. Take that off right <laughs> now. <laughs> You don't funny have the right to that. About... That's my words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny story about Dr. Bob recently, because he's basically my neighbor. And oh, yeah. uh, Dave and I were on a walk the other day, and from a distance, we could see him pulling up weeds in his own yard and throwing it in his neighbor's. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, look at this man. What are you doing? <laughs> That it describes so him more we, than anything could. Like that. that's just how he and is. And then we confronted him about it. We confronted oh, no. him about it, and he was like, "I basically take care of their yard, so it's fine." <laughs> it would be great if he was uh, like, "Yeah, we have this uh, rivalry for years." You know, yeah. <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> that's funny. Oh boy. 
Katie, thank you so much for being with us tonight and, uh, you know, just, just chatting and talking. And it was really awesome having you on. And so thanks so oh, much. Thanks, guys. It was yeah. cool. It was good. So, um, Brian, you want to sign us off? Let's do it. Thank you guys for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode with Katie Broyles. We'll see you guys next time for next episode on Deep and Wide. Mm-hmm.